chills. Real scary. Real silly. Real stories. Welcome to Real Chills Podcast. Today, our guest is Dan DePriel, and he's going to tell us his story. Hey, thank you. All right, so my mom saw two apparitions when she was a teenager. She and her friend had broken into a stable at night to visit their horses. Oh. <laughs> yeah, which is like the whitest crime ever. <laughs> uh, and th- when they did it, they were in the stable and they saw from the split level, the top level, a woman in a nightgown who was glowing white and she floated along the rafters of the stable and then like faded away. Wow. Yeah. A year later, she was breaking into the same stables <laughs> to see the same horses, uh, but she ended up seeing a different ghost. Her and her friends saw the like physical silhouette, not glowing, of an old man digging in the ground with a shovel. And he had like a pork pie cap and he looked just ancient. And they kind of crept up to see what was going on because unlike the other ghosts, this guy looked like a real guy. And when they got close enough, he turned around and looked at them and they freaked out and ran. But when they came back the next morning, the ground was completely undisturbed. Whoa. Like this guy had dug like a two foot hole to their perspective, perception. And like, yeah, by the time they got back, it was nothing, not put back, nothing. So like this in my mom started like a lifelong love affair with the paranormal that like I as a child was kind of forced to share. <laughs> I don't know what happened when you saw ghosts when you were a kid. Like, if I was like, Mom, I think there's a ghost in the room, my mom would say some shit like, oh, well, they're absolutely real. Like, they're, <laughs> they're probably here. Uh, I just don't see why they would be messing with you. You know, so, which is great parenting on a lot of levels. To give you an idea of, like, uh, the kind of person my mom is, like, my mom will go to bed and breakfasts that are uh, or were hospitals during the Civil and Revolutionary War. And these places are supposedly haunted. And if my mom doesn't see a ghost while she's staying at that bed and breakfast, she leaves a bad Yelp review on that, <laughs> on that B&B. Like, that's a lot of pressure on that hotel, but, like, but that's just the kind of lady my mom is. Like, my mom has formed three separate ghost hunting societies. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, she just has, like, been involved in founding a bunch of these things. Uh, my favorite part about them is that they call them societies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, in my experience... It's just like a bunch of over-caffeinated baby boomers like wandering around an abandoned oh, building. No. Like it's sweet, but like it's just, they, they it's, society sounds fancy to me. Uh, <laughs> but I did get to like grow up hanging out with people that take the search for ghosts very seriously. And one thing that stuck with me about it was like they have a saying when they're out in the field hunting for ghosts. If somebody says, I think I saw a ghost, they always make sure to ask them, did you see it with your eyes or did you see it with your mind? Meaning, how did you perceive this thing? Was it concrete? Do you know that you saw it? Or did you hear a voice? Did you hear Mm. footsteps? Are these things that could be either your desire to see a ghost or our natural, the way our senses trick us? So it's a kind of way to keep themselves in check a little bit so that Mm. they're not constantly running off chasing shadows. 
And that's kind of my problem. That kind of summarizes my whole life problem. Like I've seen plenty of ghosts with my mind. Like I feel like I've perceived ghosts, but I've never actually seen a ghost with my eyes. Mm. And that is like one of the tortures of my life because I grew up believing in them with a mom that was super excited about them. And I just still can't quite get there. Like, for instance, the house that I grew up in, the previous tenant was like an old man who had died hooked up to a lot of medical equipment, apparently. Mm -hmm. And it was like a two-story house, but we never used the top story. It was mostly used for, like, storage. But people, a lot of people, my my liberal hippie mom, my, like, hardcore conservative rational father, (laughs) people, guests that would stay in the house, they would all say that they could hear sometimes the sound of, like, an iron lung upstairs, like, you know, like, crazy. And, like, other people would say that, like, they would hear the toilet handle from the toilet upstairs that was never used jiggling violently, uh, like somebody was messing with it, you know? I never heard either of those things (laughs) for, like, the 12 years I lived there. I didn't hear a single thing. I would, when I'd go up there, get this, like, deeply foreboding feeling. Like, I would feel like I was not alone and that I was, like, being perceived. Mm -hmm. But I never heard any of that stuff, you know? And, like, at that same house one time, I had gone to the movies with my dad. And my mom was trying to get some sleep. And she started to hear some noise on her ceiling. And it just sounded like squirrels. She didn't think of it. Like, a second later, she heard, like, a noise on the wall, like a... And she didn't think anything of it. Probably the squirrels or a branch or something. Mm -hmm. So like moments later, on the next wall, the wall across, there was another Uh, knock. uh. Yeah. Then on the the wall where it started, a responding knock, right? Finally, there were three exposed walls to the outside. She said by the end of it, all the walls were like knocking at each other, right? So she got freaked out and she ran into our living room where we had these like two gigantic Siberian Huskies. Now, these dogs weren't mean, but they were tough. Yeah. Like, my dog Raz, he would escape our house sometimes. We had a sheep farm nearby. One time he got out and ate a sheep. <gasps> like, yeah. yeah, these dogs were sweet, but they were no joke. And so, like, when she ran out to be with the dogs, hoping they would protect her, the dogs were just laying there. And even in the living room, all the walls just being knocked on, right? And, like, she said not very violently, but very strongly. Knock, mm. knock, knock. The dogs are looking at her as she's freaking out, like, what's your problem? They're acting like nothing's going on, right? And then suddenly, it all stopped, like, immediately. And then an hour later, I got back from the movies. Come on, you know? Like, we came back, my mom was, like, chain-smoking cigarettes. She was, like, so freaked out. But it's like, I don't know, it, it never happened again. And I guess that's good. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'll tell you, to this day, I can't watch, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 without feeling, like, a little tinge of, like, anger. Yeah. I could have been watching a ghost. I don't know. So, in my 20s, I decide, you know, I got to be proactive about this. I'll go to the ghosts. Right? My mom goes on these trips all the time. I'll just go with her. So, we book a weekend with her, like, ghost hunting society in Gettysburg, which is, I'm sure you guys know, like, one of the most haunted places on the planet. And it was close to, it was in the summer, so it was close to the anniversary of the battle. And as I understand it, Gettysburg ranks normally in the the top 10 of like haunted places. But on the anniversary of the battle, it's like the number one most frequently seen apparitions. Mm. So I'm so excited for going. 
about a week before the trip, my mom gets a call from her friend who says, oh, well, your son can't come. It's a women's trip. And yeah, it's an all women's trip and we didn't know. So she's like, we really aren't comfortable with one man coming. And so even though it was me, I guess the other guys wanted to come and they felt it would be like other people would be mad. So, all right. No problem. My girlfriend at the time, her name was Lisa. She was like, well, I'll just take your ticket. No problem. I love your mom. This is a fun vacation. I don't really believe in ghosts. So I'll just go to Gettysburg and enjoy Mm -hmm. the weekend. And I was like, okay, cool. So my mom and Lisa go out there and Lisa decides while she's out there to have a little fun at the expense of these ladies, okay? So, like, they do things like they open books and hope that the pages get turned. They set out decks of cards hoping that the cards get flipped. Uh So while Lisa's staying with them, when empty rooms are happening, Lisa's turning the pages. She's flipping the cards. She's making everybody think that some real haunted stuff is happening. Both times she's like, I don't know. (laughs) You know, and she's loving every second of it. Like, there's a woman, I got it to the brief side. My mom's friend, Cookie is kind of unpopular in her ghost hunting group uh, because when she goes to these places, she's like deeply Catholic Mm. and her jam is she tries to send the ghost to the other side. She tries to like get the ghost out of the mortal plane. And none of the other ghost hunters want to do that. Yeah, no. Right? They want the ghosts to stay Mm -hmm. so they can like see them and observe them. And so like Cookie is very abrasive to a lot of like my mom likes her, but all like the other ladies don't. Hard truths, Cookie. Hard truths. Yeah, really. Exactly. Yeah, Cookie, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. If you know what a podcast is, Cookie, I'd I'd be shocked. Uh, But uh, so Lisa like made Cookie's life because she took like two toothpicks and formed like a cross on her bedside. And like, so it wasn't all bad pranks and it was mostly harmless. But uh, that was day one of the weekend trip. Day two, my mom wakes up to see Lisa coming out. She's in the shower. When she comes out, She's like just pale and she looks really shaken up. My mom is like, uh, what's wrong? And Lisa goes, okay, Mary, it's mom. She's like, I'm sorry. I guess you know that I was messing with people. I I, I didn't mean to, it was all harmless. But if you're messing with me back, you have to let me know. Cause I I don't like this. My mom is like, (laughs) cause it's not fair. Cause it's not fair. Like like you're going too far is what she's telling my mom. Uh, And my mom is like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't even know you were doing that. My mom doesn't care. She's a, she's a pretty easygoing woman. She's like, I don't care that you're flipping the cards, but like, I didn't do anything. And they go into the bathroom to check it out. And in the steam from her hot shower on the mirror, in like ghostly handwriting, <laughs> is her name. No. Lisa. Written in the steam. Yeah. And when the steam went away, like when it unsteamed, you know, if you or I were to do that, you'd leave like a trail of residue yeah. on the mm-hmm. mirror. You yeah. know what I mean? Nothing. Wow. Like none of that, you know? So Lisa thought my mom like snuck in while she was taking a shower. So that's just like, <laughs> not cool. Boyfriend's mom, inappropriate. <laughs> but like my mom definitely didn't do that. Right. So my girlfriend who didn't believe at all in ghosts, like, became a believer from this. Um, And I know it's true. I grilled her about it. I I said, you know, we ended up uh, uh, splitting. And like, while we were breaking up, like, you know, in the the midst of the argument, I was like, fine, 
fuck you, but you did that thing with those ghosts. And she was like, I didn't. It really happened. Like, it was part of our breakup. So I like, no, like, because she would be like, you're right, I did, and I fooled you, you know, whatever. Yeah. And she was like, no, the ghosts were real. So like, I totally believe it. Like, this isn't some extension of her, her prank. Uh, but like, that's... The problem, the craziest thing to me about that story is that that was supposed to be my trip. <laughs> right? That was supposed to be my yeah. ghosts. Like, that ghost was supposed to be creeping on me in the shower. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. some, like, Civil War soldiers, like, spying on my girl. You know? I don't know. Could have been you. <laughs> yeah, could have been me. Ghosts just really respect my personal space, yeah. I guess. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like I've been, like I said, I have had encounters. I've lived in a hundred-year-old farmhouse in my 20s, and I currently, I work in a bar, and the buildings existed for about 200 years. Both places, I've had that same feeling that I had in my childhood home. That I'm not alone, that I'm being watched, mm. you know, that extrasensory perception. Uh, but, like, I never have, that's only seeing it with my mind. Right. I never see it with my eye. And so a lifetime of this, it feel, honestly, it feels like, the ghost equivalent of like being like left on red on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's like, I know you're there, just say something. Mm. I don't know. Like, okay, I just finished with this. I just hate to use this term, but it really, really feels like I've been friend zoned by the spirit world. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I just think like like uh, like we'll haunt you, but we're not in haunt with you. Yeah. Like that's kind of like that's like the moral of my entire life. <laughs> Close, but not there. <laughs> well, holy shit. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many questions. Me too. <laughs> oh, please ask away. Thank you. I feel like, so with Lisa, I feel like, you know, it's almost just like they were like, we're going to get you because you were fucking with other people. Yeah. Like, that's our job. Yeah, yeah. So even if you had gone, I, I feel like you probably wouldn't have been pranking your mom and her friends. And so there might yeah. not have been that opportunity because that one ghost was just yeah. like, listen, this this is a bridge too far. This is our right. job. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. And I tend to like be very, I tend to try to find the simplest solution in things. And I was just like this, like I said, this whole trip was all baby boomers. And then my girlfriend who was 23, I think mm-hmm. at the time. So it could have just been that Civil War soldier. Or like this one. There's only one 20 year old yeah. in, the, in the thing and she's True. taking a shower. I mean, if, yeah. if you're in the Spiro, maybe you're freed from that. I don't know. Maybe. But maybe it, maybe there's something there. Who knows? What if being a ghost makes you hornier? <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would be hell. That's so funny. Well, one of your guests had a fuckboy ghost, right? Yeah. Yes. So there you go. I think, maybe you're, I think maybe you're uh, hammering this theory down. <laughs> yeah. The unfinished business of ghosts yeah. is like getting oh, man. some. Is that what ectoplasm is? <laughs> <laughs> Gross. I'm obsessed. This isn't even like a ghost related thing, but I'm obsessed with just like the dynamic in your mom's ghost hunting society. <laughs> that, like, oh, yeah. It's amazing. It's I so funny. I want to join. How do we join your. The Chester County Ghost Hunters. I'll get you in touch with my mom. She'll, she'll book you guys. Yeah. yeah. We should do she'll, a ghost hunt. Absolutely. <laughs> they, they're still doing it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm super. Do they travel? Uh huh. Not very far. Yeah. They don't do like huge trips, but yeah. you know, like because we live in such like a history-rich area oh, and kind of a haunted sure. area, yeah. that uh, they definitely go. And yeah. Stuff. And it's crazy because like I do things. I put myself in positions where I feel like I should be seeing ghosts, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't get to see ghosts. Like I got, was lucky enough to work on a couple episodes of Ghost Hunters. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah. 
In LA? Yeah. Yeah. In LA? Uh, yeah. I was. Uh, I, I did a bunch of things in LA, but one of the things I did was I was camera assistant, so the mm-hmm. guy that holds all the lenses and helps the yeah. camera. And I worked on a couple episodes of Ghost Adventures or Ghost Hunters. The one with Zach. Uh, <gasps> Ghost, Adventure? Ghost Adventures. Okay. Ghost Adventures. Okay. Oh. I'm rolling my sleeves up Gosh. right now. You can't see it, but <laughs> Ghost Adventures. <laughs> I can dish different. too. I got some dishing to do. Ah, oh, dish. You want I dish? love Ghost Adventures. Okay. Well, I got some bad news for you. No, because you probably already know Zach is a huge douchebag. So. Oh well, I mean. Yeah. Everybody that I tell is like, oh yeah, that makes sense. He's a huge dick. Uh, he's like a du- like even to the like the people who've seen Ghost, he's kind of douchey and weird yeah. so yeah he sucks but the big bald guy Aaron yeah. is like the coolest dude and in fact he probably spends his whole life doing this because he did it to me the way that Ghost Adventure Wars works is they have a team that comes in and films all of the exteriors and interiors and then like the reenactments mm-hmm. and then we do that in the day and then at dusk as the sun is setting, Zach and all them come in and they start their introductory filming at dusk and then by the time they're doing their Overnight stuff, they've got like a smaller team of like actor cameramen. They're the people that you see like flashed yes. on the screen yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were the real camera people. You know, they're real camera people, <laughs> yeah, but they're also, yeah. they get paid yeah. more because they're yeah. on screen and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, and they're like a dedicated crew. Um, my, uh, so while we're doing our transition, they're coming in and we're coming out. So I'm carrying a bunch of cases and stuff. This mansion, oh, I should say that this was at the Black Dahlia murder. <gasps> You're okay. touching so many things that we oh talk about God. a lot. Yeah, I was in yeah. the basement. Did you? I was in the basement where Holy allegedly fuck. the Black Dolly Killer like drained his victim. Oh yeah. Holy shit. God. Yeah. Did, did you, you? Oh yeah. Did you hear the new podcast about no. the Black Dolly Murder? No. It's really brutal and good. Oh really? My God. It's, it's called Root of Evil. Root of Evil. Ooh. You knew what it was. Yeah, and. I'm obsessed with that mansion. Like, we're, we'll have to put it up on... I'll put it up on Instagram or something. It yeah. is the coolest looking... It really looking, is cool. I can't... Do you remember who... It, it's like a famous architect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a um, falling water guy. Um, Frank Lloyd Wright? Yes. Yeah, but it's his, his son. son. Oh, yeah. okay. Frank Lloyd Wright's son created it. It is... The, the house itself was the creepiest thing. Like, that was the funniest thing. I was in the room where, like, the murders allegedly took place, and, like... I didn't feel anything. It was a basement. Yeah. It was just a basement. Yeah. But the whole house had this, like... It was funny, because when I was there, all I could think was, like, yeah, this would be a house someone would be murdered it in. It had an like, evil vibe. I, yeah. A lot of bad stuff, even just other than murders, took place. Like, it was, like, orgies and, like, all of mm-hmm. kind of, like, the... Pedophilia. The outcasts of society, the people who are pushing boundaries in kind of bad ways. Like, yeah. they're artists, but they're, like, let's dehumanize women in, in art or pedophilia you know like they yeah. they saw themselves as like you know the risk takers are like you know really yeah. Yeah, and they were... Um, Ooh, but they were awful, evil people. Right, it was like yeah. the doctor to the stars. So yeah. He kind of like facilitated all that stuff. He and, was the STD doctor. Yes. So he had all the dirt. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Or and, he'll invent dirt. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yes. Who would believe... Yeah, everyone would believe his credentials. Yeah, you shouldn't have brought this up. <laughs> I, no, 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 it's okay. Look how dare you. This is interesting. So, no, yeah, in it. That's so, so cool. So yeah, the layout of the house is crazy. It's like a... It's in the Spanish style. So it's like you'll have like a box hallway with like an exterior courtyard. And then there's like a pool, like a Mm -hmm. reflecting pool Mm -hmm. in the middle. Or, I mean, it could have been a swimming pool, but it hadn't been used and they had like lily pads in it. So I guess it was like a reflecting pool when I was there. And uh, it's creepy because most Spanish style houses are Spanish style houses. They have the the, the red brick tile on the top and like, you know, they're generally like bright colors to keep off the heat. This thing is if like a Spanish style house went goth. Mm -hmm. It's black. It's got like, 
weird carvings in the wood. I wouldn't say they're not like gargoyles per se, but like the shapes are sinister. Huh. The whole place has this real sinister vibe to it. And it's like, it, it just feels like the kind of place, like part of me thought, oh, this is the kind of place that would make you a killer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You would, know what yeah, I mean? It was, some, it was some foreign billionaire's like, fifth home or something yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that, when we were there so i don't think the guy was there that ever much, yeah. right? i imagine if you had to spend every day there i guess my imagination run, runs wild that like it would be like well yeah it's, kill, you it's know. scary yeah. yeah you didn't feel any spooks in there at all no other than just a general creepiness but then again it, i was with the camera team so we're about lugging a bunch of equipment we've got like big fluorescent hot burning lights hot. and stuff like that middle of the day for most of the time we were filming even at night though i just didn't feel anything we also did an episode at a scientology center where it was like an abandoned it was one of the first scientology centers and it was abandoned and i didn't feel anything all day but at the very end i had to go get a light that we had left deep in the building and there was no power Uh and i was like whatever Um, and i'm running through and i just turned down this hallway and it hit me again like a wall that feeling i'm not alone yeah i'm not alone Mm -hmm. and that one actually scared me because it's an abandoned building so i might not have been alone so i was like i gotta get out of here when you're in an abandoned building the worst thing to run into is a real person yeah yeah, you know because that's like danger yeah, yeah yeah so uh I like bugged out of there, but again, I had that feeling I'm not alone. Something yeah. is weird. Yeah. I didn't get that in the Black Dolly house, strangely huh. enough. Huh. But maybe it's so evil that it was like the whole vicinity was evil. Or maybe it like, it's just like it knew you were in a safe, like you were with a bunch of people, you had a right. bunch of lights, like it was. Right. You're yeah. also at work, so you're just and like, fuck this. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I do, yeah, and I do think the mental state of the people that you're with and the crew that you're with will affect like the perception and things. Because like the people I'm with, film crew people are like union work, or, you know, like they don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. they probably see a ghost and be like, whatever. You yeah, know? Like so, off, yeah. yeah, it's like the, uh, like I should use a different lens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like, how are we gonna light this thing? So, like, uh, <laughs> so like during the day, there's this this crazy theory. I don't know who made it up or if it's there's any value to it, but they believe that the reason ghosts come out at night is because when the sun is up, it's emitting electromagnetic fields that mm. are messing with the ghost energy. Mm. So the reason you're seeing ghosts so much more at night is because the sun is not directly affecting oh, their energy. Oh, that's interesting. Electromagnetic yeah. energy is huge for ghost hunters. Yeah. So, so, so one of the things my mom, and you guys probably know this, my, my mom and like the ghost hunting societies, they'll all kind of bring their own electromagnetic sensors. Mm-hmm. And, yep. <laughs> and they have like a logic behind it and it makes sense. If one goes off, they don't really freak out. Mm-hmm. But if multiple go off, then to them that is They're like stoked. scientific confirmation yeah. that some, at least something has happened. Because yeah. why would all these sensors be reporting the same thing yeah. at the same time? Right. So who knows if it's like, you know, radiation right. or something like that and just regular to the course of your life. But, you know, I agree. And it's sort of the same thing with my life. I've had so many real people that even like my ex who didn't believe in ghosts at first report like these sensors something is happening yeah i don't know how you couldn't at least be open to the idea of it yeah even if you're a skeptic and for me i totally believe so So, this is a really weird memory that i have that's totally whenever we do this podcast i'm like people if they listen to real chill straight through they're gonna think i'm a crazy person (laughs) Like, (laughs) like take this with a grain of salt all the time but 
to your point of seeing ghosts, I live in a house that's over 200 years old. And that's kind of why I was asking if your mom traveled, because it would be so fun to do a ghost hunt <gasps> at my house. Oh, yeah. Ah! I screamed. Oh, I screamed. Yeah. My mom would, I'd have to coax my mom. because You have she, to send your parents she, on vacation. I know. She likes to, she will say there's no ghost, but she also won't let us fuck with anything. <laughs> because she doesn't want to fuck with it. You know what I mean? Right. So this might. They don't exist, but let's not disturb them if they but, do. Right. Like, I'm proposing that during your sister's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> which is Halloween weekend, August 25th. It's yeah. like right around Halloween. Oh, there you mm-hmm. go. October 25th. I was going to say, yeah. August is October. Early. October yeah. 25th. So I'm just but. saying, during your sister's wedding, you sneak away. Yeah. Well, all convenient your parents' house. <laughs> yeah. My mom is down. I'll I speak for her mind. right now. She is it's, down. Well, I've had many experiences there, mostly feelings. Like you said, there's one room. But there was this one time I woke up, and I think I was like young, like maybe just about to be a preteen. And there was just this like white like almost missed like on I was laying on my side it was on the side of my bed and I sort of I wasn't scared I had never been scared of these ghosts like when I was younger I was a fucking weirdo and I reached out and it was wet it was like it was like it's like the rainfall like it was like I swear to god I know I sound crazy and I don't tell people that story but like I I opened my eyes and I like a creepy child. Like if you saw this in a movie, you'd think I'd be possessed. I think I like smiled and like reached out to it. And it actually felt like something. Maybe I had nice Ooh. energy. But also yeah. I was like, maybe that was just bath and body works. <laughs> maybe. And maybe there was spray. Maybe there's like a scientific reason. Those were your hormones coming in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every, every little girl yeah, has a mist that just falls yeah. upon them. But then again, woman. that could be a horny ghost. Yeah. You know? So you never know. What a creep. Whatever. Yeah, right? Or like. creep ghosts. I feel like it. It felt like part of the family. Like, it was like, you know. Yeah, it was like inhabited the space, so it sort of viewed you as a co-inhabitant Exactly, yeah. It wasn't, it's always been that way. Like, when I, did did you hear my episode? Like, when I was a kid, it like, it stroked my face when I was a little baby. Oh, really? It scared my mom. So, like, I felt like it was always just watching over. Mm. Yeah. And now I I feel like, Manny, yeah, Yeah. my mom is creepy and... (laughs) knows all the history of the house and we visited his grave and oh nice yeah it's really cool there's a lot going there but like now now I go back and I feel like there's less of a connection Mm -hmm. like and I don't know if it's because I'm older but I still try to keep my mind as open as possible but it's just not I haven't seen I that was the last like but we've had I have a piano it's played at night without people around yeah we always used to think it was my dad and then we'd be like dad what are you doing (laughs) and they'd be like I don't know down there playing piano. What are you talking about? Do you talk to him? I usually, when I get that feeling, I usually try to, like, address it because I believe that, like, if they can perceive me even though I can't perceive them, like, just saying something can generally just, like, people, like, break the ice. I've actually felt even if it's psychosomatic and, and it's just for me, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I doing that su- is at least a test trial balloon. Will it still feel as intensely foreboding after I say that? Right. Because then I'll start feeling like a little, you get the goosebumps and you start feeling something's up and wrong. But otherwise, if I just feel presence, I generally want to reach out and let it know, hey, I don't know how you see me, but I'm okay. Yeah. You know? I do the, the opposite, which is probably why it stays away now, because I there's been times where I've been so afraid that I, I would out loud be like, nope, no thanks. No, mm. no, 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 please don't. And yeah. it stops. Right. Whatever right, it is, right. stops. And we emit electromagnetic energy on a very small scale. Like, that's mm-hmm. basically what our brain power right. is. It's like mm-hmm. electrical energy. So, like, I do think that there is something probably 
um, there, if, elect if the electromagnetic radiation is kind of what ghosts respond to or, or not right, or resist, right. I do think we can probably, like we said about the vibes, the camera crew, very, no, no, no. no yeah, I don't give a shit. I don't want to see anybody that does that gets in the way of my job. <laughs> yeah. Same thing with you. You get there and you're like, no, thanks. And I think that maybe either it's, it could repel or maybe it's just the ghost is acknowledging your wishes. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. the vibes are like a CV radio channel. Where right. you're just like, this channel is like this, and this other one's just like, I'm changing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't, I haven't told you about this, Meg, but my house, I, or maybe I did, my house I currently live in, we're only the second family to ever live there because it was built by our landlord's grandfather and his mom, the family, like, lived there. And she passed away, and we now live in this house. And our landlord's great, our house is great. And I haven't, I haven't told Sam this because I know he'd be upset. <laughs> but, um, I'm in the, I'm in both of those camps where like I really want to see a ghost, but yeah. also I really try to rationalize away like if I have a weird feeling, I'm like, am I just near a lot of electricity? That's like one of those things I learned from ghost hunters uh -huh. is like there's like a lot of people in the basement feel creeped out, but then that's also if you're near like the circuit breaker, there's just like a lot of electro right. like right. and it can just like fuck with your feelings. Mm -hmm. Um so I try to like be pretty rational. Yeah, you're asking yourself, yeah. am I seeing it with my eye or my mind? Right. Basically. Yeah. 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 But I'm in that boat where, like, now I've seen things that I am pretty sure I could explain them away, kind of like our Bigfoot conversation where I'm like, hmm, maybe that was just my eye being weird. Yeah. Like, maybe my contacts are dry. Or, like, did I just see a shadow, like, duck mm -hmm. it? So I, like, specifically this one area, like, I've seen, like, what I thought was, like, the silhouette head of a person duck from around the corner Whoa. and back. But I was also just like, was that a car that drove by that just right. made a weird shadow? Yeah. But I don't think it was, but I try to do that. And so to your point of like, there have been times where I've really freaked myself out and I'm just like, look, if you're here, like we're cool. Or like you can stay here or whatever in this house and other places I've lived in. And even if it just is that switch in your own brain, it does kind of like oh, true. usually it, settle it things down. down yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not a person who's like real into praying, but I'm interested in like the science of how when people pray, like it like rewires their brains right. to like yeah. feel or like meditate and stuff like that and I'm just like regardless of what is happening here scientifically I'm like I feel less freaked out yes. right right yeah, right yeah, yeah. and maybe it's that you can rewire your brain if you're lucky to better perceive ghosts like my mom has had so many I mean Good I haven't point. even detailed all of them mm -hmm. those are the big ones but she's had a bunch of minor ones like she'll go to these bed and breakfast and I'll come back and I always ask her what happened and a lot of times she'd be like we had a cup it was right side up at night, it was empty, and by when we woke up, it was flipped, wow. you know, and yeah. stuff like that, like small, yeah. minor things. Yeah. And so she has all these encounters, and I think part of it is that maybe it's that she's rewired herself yeah. to be more open to that experience, yeah. Yeah. you know. And observant, too. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of the problems is that I have, like, not at the level of a disorder, but I have ADHD symptoms. Mm. So I'm like, am I my own ghost? Did I leave <laughs> I do that? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, am I haunting yeah. myself? Oh, that's yeah. so good. So I feel like for some people, like, that would be great for your mom. But for me, I'm just like, I think I'd ha I have to, like, push some of it out of my brain because yeah. otherwise I'm going to drive myself nuts being mm. like, am I just fucking, like, up or Yeah, the ghost hit real? that bill. No, I just didn't pay no. that bill. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, that was me. Nah, that was me. Shit.
Yeah. Damn. I lost my phone. I'm sorry. <laughs> but wouldn't it be great to like know that ghosts exist so you could blame all that stuff yeah, on them? You know? All of my ADHD problems were ghosts. Yeah. I would be so stoked. Imagine calling into work late like for a ghost. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm sorry I'm haunted. I can't come yeah. in today. Yeah. They're like, okay, cool. See, yeah. see you Tuesday. Yeah. Oh my god. That would be amazing. God, I love that. I probably would have done better in school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My grades would have been different. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh my, god. Oh my goodness. Nice. Oh, so awesome. to, I, I do to touch on because I hate yeah, yeah. starting stories and not finishing them. So at the Black Dahlia Murder House, I was oh, yeah. carrying, uh-huh. um, well, back into the hot goss, ladies. Mm-hmm. I was carrying the, uh, we call them Pelican cases, they're gigantic cases, uh, out to the truck because my team was wrapping up. Their team was getting in and they were filming um, across the entire house. So we're talking three panes of glass, an entire outdoor corridor, and a uh, reflective pool. There's no way they could see me, and I was walking behind the cameraman. Zach could see me, and the camera was facing away from me. So I was just carrying well, well, well away from where they were filming. I get out to the truck, and Zach comes out after me, and he's like, hey, hey, why are you walking behind the cameraman while we're filming? It's like, what? That happens on sets. Generally, you stop when people are filming, but I'm hundreds and hundreds of feet away. People right. walk around all the time behind sets on that time. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And he's like, yeah, don't do that. You're distracting. We had to do retake the shot. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, man. You do not let the talent mad at you when yeah. you're at a camera assistant. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, I'm really sorry. I thought I was far enough away. I'm sorry. And, he's like, Ugh. and he kind of like stormed off. Maybe like five minutes later, Aaron comes out. He's like, yo, man, I'm sorry. You want a cigarette, dude? And I was like, no, I don't smoke. And he's like, I'm sorry, man. He's just real stressed out. We just got right off the plane and came here. He's like, he's not normally like this. And I'm like, oh, don't worry about it, dude. It's okay. It's not a big deal. He's like, all right, man, thanks. You're awesome. We really appreciate your hard work. And then he went back in. And I was like, nice guy. Nice guy. I love that guy. So I feel like it's probably like, from what I get, it's probably yin and yang. This guy goes around fires and this other guy his best bud yeah, goes out and, and just seems like a beautiful human being yeah. and just puts him out bad yeah. ghost cop good ghost cop yeah. basically yeah <laughs> Yeah. Bad ghost cop, good ghost cop. That's great. <laughs> yeah. So that's my I hot gas on, on Ghost Adventures. Yeah, that's awesome. I do like that there's a yin and yang because I would be really sad. Like, I'd feel guilty watching it if they were all just terrible. Just people. jerks. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. You get the idea that Zach's a jerk, but, like, I just always feel like he's harmless. Sure. Like, he might yell at you, but he's not actually, like, oh. going to get you in trouble. Yeah. Or in the annals of being yelled at on set, his is not even in the top ten. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. just was, like, he yelled at me about something that wasn't an, that really wasn't an he issue. Just, like, he got distracted by me. Uh, I wasn't doing anything wrong, and then he decided to make it my problem. He was yeah. projecting his shit on you. Exactly. Yeah. Like, he obviously was that. fucking up his takes or something. I was so far away, I couldn't even hear or see what they were doing. But, like, yeah, he just chose the little blur in his vision as that the sucks. reason why he couldn't get it done that day. Well, he's probably like, is that a go? Oh, that's uh, a shit. That's you know what? Dream. I never know. Maybe that's what it is. He's yeah. so trained to be so he observant. He yeah. The, yeah. like, distorted brief reflection yeah. of me between three window yeah. panes. He was like, whoop, whoop. Like, goes to steal our stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bald red-headed ghost who's carrying camera equipment get him that's so funny so it's funny that you also bring this up because I'm dog sitting for my parents in Kennett Square right now and I have not watched Ghost Adventures before but Meg and then Megan Chalastri mm-hmm. love it and it's between the two yes. of you I just keep hearing about it so I started watching it the other day, but it was like <gasps> yesterday, oh actually, God. last night. And I started halfway through the middle of an episode. I was like, I'm in the middle, but I like 
could not get more than two minutes in of him talking, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I'm gonna try again with a with like a case From that's what I'm invested in yeah. too. Where it was like someplace they're at. I was like, I don't care about this church. Like, and it's like, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give it a not try a though. I can't watch those either because it was my childhood. Yeah, you know what I right, mean? Like, yeah. it's it, 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 you grow up with something for so long, and although I like it, I'm not as into it. Maybe because it was my mom, like, brought me yeah. along to these places. So, to me, watching those ghost adventure things is like very it, it, it's, it's weird because it's like, meh, it's like watching somebody else play with a toy that you used to have. Yeah. Right. I just, I just used to play with that toy. So I'll just jealous. think about that. Yeah. I'm so jealous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the other part too is like with, I'm sure from being behind the scenes too, like you see the process of how they really construct a story and then you can't unsee that. Cause yeah. I used to, I do love reality TV and there's some that I watch, but when I watch it, I have to like accept this is how they craft this story. Yes. And it's not, so I'm just kind of like, okay. And then I don't always have the patience for that. Right. They yeah, don't right. refer to the talent on screen as character, or as uh, as actors. Sure. Uh, they refer to them as characters. Sure. So it's like, even that alone tells you how their outlook on yeah. these things are. Yeah. Is that, is that these They're not investigators are... or performers in the formal sense in the like contracting terms. Right. Yeah. right. They're more than happy for the audience to have the mistake that reality means real sure but it doesn't yeah. reality just means these aren't trained actors right you know these it's not scripted right not as not scripted. as scripted, as scripted. Yeah. you'll have your you'll have your plot points that you have to hit right. you know right. so um the, yeah uh, and, and to every different degree reality television is more or less real depending on what the producers want and what they're doing sure like uh you know uh, one of the things that I was surprised to find out that I, as a conspiracy theorist-minded guy, the game shows are generally very fair and very real. Oh, really? Like, yeah, yeah. There's a very, like, an ethical... There might even be rules about it. That's but there's, sweet. like, a very ethical... What producers are producing game shows, they make sure that there's no jive-in, there's no, like, picking, at least all the ones that I've been on. Uh, You've been on game shows, like on TV? It's really bad. No, no, not on like as a contestant. Oh, okay. I should say on as, work, as, oh, a, yeah. as a set worker. Like what was? Oh, God. <laughs> I was on uh, one of the first jobs I ever had in L.A. I was a production assistant, a gopher, on a show called, I, I think they changed it. They did. When I worked on it, it was called Truth or Hair. <laughs> Yeah, and they got changed to hair jacked uh, (laughs) by some like ad executive or something. Truth or hair was way better, and uh, it was John Gabris, the like comic actor guy, Mm -hmm. and he would uh, so. You say if you were, you two would be the contestants, say. Okay. And you don't know each other. You're complete strangers who have been offered a free salon day at a uh, expensive high end salon in Burbank. So you go to, it's being run through a like talent agency or a clearinghouse or whatever our line is. So you come to the building and then they take you to the salon. And the whole thing is you're just going to be uh, filmed while you're doing it while you're there. So we'll drop you off and start filming you. So they sign all the releases and stuff. And then my, one of my jobs is driving them there and pretending like we were going to just like, oh, so you're going to the salon, huh? That was pretty fun. <laughs> so when you got there... You would sit next to each other as if you were both getting your hair done. And then the back wall behind you would swing out and it would flip and become a game show. Oh. Yeah. Cash cab. Like cash cab. Like cash cab, yeah. And then you would spin around in your chairs and you would start Truth or Hair. And Truth or Hair was just a game show of like knowledge, not really uh, anything physical. It was just mostly trivia. Um, and then at the end, the original plan was at the end, um, you could 
it would, one of you would leave and then the other one of you would get to double or nothing. And the cost of double or not doubling your money is if you lost, you would get your head fucked with <gasps> in some way. Your hair would get oh. fucked with. Oh, wow. It sounds like a great show, right? There's real stakes there. But very quickly, they were like, we can't actually give people haircuts because that's like kind of ethically wrong or whatever. So no, I'm just going to like, I, that's what I thought. And uh, Hair goes back. So what they basically did was just like attach extensions and do like temporary dye uh, and stuff that could get people to wash out. But on the show, you wouldn't know that. They definitely represented as we fuck this person's head up. Yeah. But one hour later, the person looks exactly like, like they're Yeah. Really they're like, in fact, we'll wash it out for you. Yeah. Who's when we magic? were making, yeah, when we were making the it. show originally, the whole conceit was, and we'll shave someone's head and then they'll be <laughs> fucked. And it's like, yeah, but then it didn't. Oh, work out that's anymore. so funny. Yeah. But it was, a, it was a, you know, it was one of those shows where I tend to work on a lot of reality TV and I joke around that like the demographic of the shows that I work on are like people that have lost the remote. <laughs> like, yeah. I just like, whatever, this is good enough. Uh, and so that was one of those. I think it lasted one season. Dan yeah. is obsessed with those shows. He's wa- He watches Holy Moly. Have okay, you seen that no, yet? I haven't. It's like St- uh, Stephen Curry. Oh. It's a mini golf show. <laughs> oh, that sounds actually, really fun. Okay. Well, also fun. like he's the famous basketball guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so dumb, but it's so good. And there's yeah. another one... Uh, with Rob Lowe and this big... Mega Wheel. Mega it? Wheel. Is it called Mega Wheel? I don't know. It's, it's, just, it's a good the name. giant wheel. It should be called It's Mega like wheel. a 10-story wheel. It, no, 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 no. That's Justin Timberlake. The big wheel that they spin, oh, right? Oh, that's that one? Rob Lowe, you sit in this little, like, <gasps> oh, yeah. ball and answer questions, and they spin uh, I saw yeah. a preview for that. That looks crazy. So, yeah, I was hoping you worked on one of those, because they no. would lose his shit. I, I know There's a lot, lot of people. I know a lot of people that do, um, but it's funny, the jump between, like, trash reality and, like, and, like network reality is huge. Like yeah. I know people that got that. I don't know if it's still on anymore, but the worked on Jane Lynch's Hollywood Game Night oh, yeah, cool. to develop the games and stuff. That's, cool. and that's like a dream job, just figuring out games for yeah. celebrities yeah, to play. Yeah, yeah amazing. But like that was a goal of mine for a while in LA, just get hired on Jane Lynch's comedy Game Night. But like it, it, the path upward is very difficult and like comedy asymmetrical you'll work a long time doing nothing or the same thing and then you'll break out like I got a promotion into camera assistant after having never worked with cameras other than like as a hobby on set one day when somebody was like fuck you I quit and they were like we need a camera assistant I was like I did a little bit in college and they're like all right you're it hell yeah I just did that for a year ever yeah 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 yeah. so that's awesome yeah Yeah. so yeah that's but you do like you said perfectly like you see how the sausage is made Mm -hmm. and then you can't really watch most reality TV yeah you know yeah yeah good point yeah. But I can still hunt for ghosts. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to watch them do it. I you could be in front real. of the camera for it. You just can't be watching it from the TV screen. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, nice. Cool. For my case, I figured we could just do a little bit of, like, history of ghost hunting because I don't really know it. Um, and that's because there's not, like, a really, like, defined, like, outline I found while I was researching. <laughs> like, a lot of the people who started ghost hunting were really just scientists trying to prove uh, spiritualism wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and getting hooked, you know? Yeah. Um, what time frame? Or just generally through the course of it? 18th century. Right. So, yeah. like, by the same time they were trying to prove that, like, the bumps on your skull proved how, like, smart you were. They were <laughs> yeah. Like, but yeah. their spirituality stuff is They're bogus. Like, Screw yeah. This. Yeah. yeah, but then they got into it because, again, they were proving bumps on skulls and right. they were like, maybe it's real, you know? And paranormal science is, like, pretty broad, too. So there's, like, not it's not I mean even the psychology is really broad like there's kind of like yeah. clear markers where like these are historic 
things in psychology history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas, like, with paranormal studies, you're just like, I don't know, she was a witch. We tried to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of, like, looking into witches and just other stuff, too. Like, out-of-body experience- experiences was huge. And mm-hmm. this one guy, I don't think I have it, but, like, uh, the I'm only... I think I'm only going to mention one guy, but he, he looked at... He investigated a talking mongoose. Huh. Uh, Ooh. You know, all kinds of weird stuff. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like you could do, like, a show about this guy. Like, in one episode, yeah. he's got to invent... It's like X-Files, but in the 1800s. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> Mongoose in a top hat. Yeah. I would watch that show. Me too. Okay, yeah. there we go. You're hearing it now. We're starting... <laughs> yes. ...a new scripted show on HBO. Yeah. David yeah. Benioff, call us, please. Yeah. He also... Um, there was a guy who took, like, ghost photographs. Oh, yeah. I remember that, guys. Okay, let me just... We were it. friends. <laughs> no, okay. I've, I've heard of this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. How, hard, me... how hard is it to photograph a ghost in the era where you have to stand still for 15 minutes yeah, to get yeah. your picture? Well, people were, like, coming... He was charging an exorbitant amount of money, and mm-hmm. people were coming from all over to get pictures of, like, their dead loved ones with mm-hmm. them because... There is a there when cameras were invented. There was this cultural thing where people would get filmed with their deceased relative, right. like sitting mm-hmm. up, yeah. you know, or get their yeah. the dead relative's yeah. portrait taken, which is creepy in its own right. Yeah, but this was more like they thought they were ghosts, and so the guy I'm talking about is Harry Price. He's the one who defrauded the the photographer. From an early experience with a poltergeist, Price was determined to conduct real paranormal research. And I do want to note he's more of a journalist. He's not a scientist just for any fact-checkers out there. His most famous case to date were his findings at his home in the Borley Rectory in Essex. While investigating the home, he said that he made contact with two spirits, the first of which was a young nun named Marie Lair, who is said to have been murdered at the rectory, and the second identified himself as Sonix Amiris, I'm really bad at pronouncing most words. <laughs> Which is usually why we give you that job. <laughs> Whenever you listen to the podcast, you hear me, like, yes. messing up normal words. Cinco de Mayo all over again. I know. <laughs> you are a true... I've listened to you. I like your show. I'm a real fan of ghosts. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, so the second ghost was Sunex Emers, and he claimed he'd set the rectory on fire March 27th, 1938, at which point the bones of a murdered person would be discovered. On February 27th of 1939, so the month and the year were wrong, (laughs) the owner of the rectory knocked over an oil lamp and the the fire quickly spread. An important thing to know about this fire that makes this kind of sketchy is that the insurance company at the time, after inspecting the the house, found it to be intentional. Mm -hmm. Like they didn't pay any claim on it. But later, Price was digging on the grounds and found two bones that are said to be that of a young woman's. Hmm. So they think it's the nuns. Part of me is like, did he just bring two bones? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Price is this, like, really interesting dude who he he helped form the first paranormal society in England. Hmm. But then they kind of, like, turned their back on him a little bit, especially with this whole the Borley estate investigation that happens like i said there's a lot of politics yeah in those so even in the yeah. first kept one trying to pop- send them away yeah. <laughs> they're like we was- hate you for that <laughs> yeah yeah so i do want to like i want everyone to take like his investigations with a grain of salt because he he did do a lot in exposing fake people but he was also accused of falsifying things that he's seen as, as well yeah. so right. you know <sighs> 
Wait, can we jump back to your mom real quick? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so when she was breaking into this horse stable, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> did she dig up the spot where they saw the man digging? Uh, no, because uh, so the, where the guy was digging was kind of like in the central yard. Mm-hmm. So like this wasn't their stable. So there was like no way they would have been able to do that. And wow. I'm sure they told somebody, but I mean, they were like maybe like 13 or 14. Yeah. So like nobody would have. And this was the... 50s or 60s so nobody would believe it. your mom sounds like the main character in like a a young adult literature yeah like a child with yeah. a yeah. neck out of the house she, just, you're definitely gonna get an invite uh to come over to oh, megan's yeah. house and find a ghost and keep talking about her like this she's she's gonna be so flattered i just love the idea that your grandma was like i'm gonna get her into horses and then it <laughs> it developed a passion for ghost hunting. Yeah. She's like, that took a turn. It's like, damn. Yeah, usually horse girls don't become ghost girls. No. You know, At least until they're 14. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, maybe an addendum on that. This was a stables in Delco. These were like Delco horses. So maybe one was like a, I don't know, a burrow. <laughs> There's definitely dead bodies in that stuff. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. So like maybe, and this was old. She grew up in Falcroft, so the stables had to be around Falcroft. Um, yeah, maybe it was, these were older stables. Yeah. So, like, maybe there was, like, a body or somebody had been killed. Or mm-hmm. Jeez. Or maybe there was digging lo- the body of that lady. Something. You know, I, I should ask my or mom. the lady's body. What if he was the That's murder? what I thought. Like, I was like, yeah. oh, maybe he's, like, covering up the crime of killing that woman. Yeah. Whoa. Because my mom said that, like, the lady was dressed in a nightgown. And the nightgown was a little anachronistic. Like, it looked old. But, like, the guy, she said she couldn't really make out when he was wearing, like, a jacket and, like, a pork pie cap. The pork pie cap's pretty old style of cap. Yeah. Like, granted, though, it's lasted. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's, yeah. Yeah, right. Really. Yeah. The guy was an incel. Right? Dr. Red Pill. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It was a lot easier to be a doctor back then and yeah. now, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No one's gonna get that joke. No, yeah, that's that's a that's a callback to something we were talking about before we started the podcast. That's because I'm a bad podcast. Oh my god, I love that. So I want to talk about the tech of ghost hunting, also like a tiny bit. But before that, I I googled spookiest ghost hunting stories, Mm. and I found one that I want to read for you guys. Okay, this is actually from an article that's just called "Spookiest Things Ghost Hunters Have Seen on the Job." So it was written for me. Exactly. And, and, and also, let's appreciate on the job. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't want to talk about their home lives. <laughs> yeah. And it's by Taylor McCarrion. So, quote, One evening last year, as my wife and I were driving home, we received an email from a frightened man in Indiana who had an effigy he needed disposed. Recalls Newkirk, who runs the Traveling Museum of Paranormal, the Paranormal and Occult. It was only an hour or so out of their way, so they agreed to meet in a high school parking lot when the man where the man worked as a janitor. As Newkirk and his wife were waiting, a massive silhouette emerged from the darkness holding a cardboard box, he recalls. I cautiously got out to greet the man, then as he handed me the box, the street lamp above us blew. He just started laughing and informed me, it's because he knows you're here to take him and he doesn't like it. The man led them into the empty school. Without exaggeration, nearly every light he walked under while holding that cardboard box flickered. He unlocked the door to a classroom and sat down behind a teacher's desk, where he proceeded to unfold the flaps of the box and remove an absolutely chilling handmade doll with a twisted face and gaping mouth. Oh, fuck that! (laughs) Dolls are the worst. The janitor began to mutter things about hurting people, and his fists balled up and he started breathing heavily, Newkirk says. 
As his huge imposing figure started to rise out of the chair, I quickly grabbed the doll, wrapped it up in a towel, and threw it back in the box. The janitor sat back down and started to cry. It was clear to Newkirk then that something much bigger and much more devilish was behind everything that had been happening. While it was their job to take the effigy into their care, the janitor has had his reservations. He said, I'm honestly scared for you two about this thing. Lock it up. After you do your investigation, lock it up. Newkirk genuinely believes that this poor man was enduring some kind of evil possession or oppression. Spirit? Demon? He doesn't know. But the case is still open and active. Oh, that's cool. so cool. Wow. Isn't that scary? Wow. <laughs> that's the stuff that you're like, you're seeing with your eyes. You know, yes. like the lights flickering. Yeah. And right. Like, your mind is that sense when you look at the thing that it's evil. But mm-hmm. right, your eyes, your, your mind isn't fooling you when all the lights are flickering. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's I thought crazy. that was really scary. I don't yeah. like dolls at all. I'm not a big doll fan. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's the light. For me, it's like the lifeless eyes. Yeah. It, like, it's, it's, because they're, they're so close to human beings, but there's just not even a soul. Yeah. There, so it's just, like, very demonic. Yeah, yeah. Not a fan. So that's a yeah. creepy story. That is very creepy. <laughs> I hate it. It's and weird, I, like, when the, the janitor tells, the, the, to me, the creepiest part is when he gives that thing. He's like, you better lock this thing up. Yeah. Like, if anybody shook. gave me a toy and said that, I would immediately lock it up. No questions Burn it. asked. Yeah. My, we've talked about this, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. it's another. It's always like, why do you keep it? Get mm-hmm. it yeah. It's walking it. up the stairs in a horror movie. It's like, I want to go <laughs> yeah. hide upstairs. Yeah. 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 I don't understand that. At the same time, it seems reasonable that ghost hunters in theory, might have better training or at least, like, some idea of how to manage mm-hmm. something like that than somebody who's just like, I don't want this. I just found this, like, here. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, they're sort of, like, semi-pro ghost busters. They're not really busting any ghosts, yeah. but, like, they can, they at least are prepared mentally to deal with, like, the ramifications of living. Hopefully. I mean, there's lots of people who are just like, I want to see a ghost, and then they're, like, irresponsible about it I'm sure yeah. but I think a lot, I think like people yeah. who are responsible probably like can at least like try to like logic themselves you know in yeah. certain yeah. directions yeah hopefully well a lot of ghost hunters are sort of like your mom with your ghost uh, where uh they research them and they try to find out who this I'm ghost is I'm obsessed with that that's my yeah. whole shit yeah so I think um professionals at least will do the research mm-hmm, into yeah. that and then like i think any individual or any entity if you can name it even in like folklore and stuff if you can name it and address it and know what it is you have a level power you have so much yeah. power yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 that's like on this show that i'm obsessed with called dead files have okay. you ever seen that okay no. so it's probably all fake it's reality tv and if you worked on it don't tell me because i want to believe i, I, I do <laughs> I do think my mom watches this thing, But too. me and my dad are obsessed with ghost shows. Anytime I come home, no matter what time of year it is, we turn on ghost shows, and my mom's like, oh, come on, it's Easter. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, mom, Jesus rose from yeah. the dead. That's the <laughs> ultimate ghost show, yeah. Um, but one that we would always watch um, was called Dead Files, and it would be a psychic and an old detective from New York. Okay. And they would investigate separately. So oh. he'd get all the facts of the house and all the mm. shit. Like, he was just doing research on the house. And she would just go in and do her own investigation. And then they would come and meet at the end and compare notes. Oh, that's oh, cool. Oh, it that. was awesome. That's and, cool. of course, it would there would always match up. And I'm sure they were given the information or whatever. But Or just the fact that if it didn't match up, they just didn't make that up. Yeah. yeah. They just or they just episode. cut that part yeah. out. And... But, like, just that premise is so fun and yeah. cool. Like... 
yeah. So that's what that's that reminds awesome. me of. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Like, there, there are psychics that come to the ghost uh, hunters things too, because obviously there's a huge overlap between that. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom believes in all that as well. And, and I didn't, I neglected to mention them because she hasn't had many. Or uh, these aren't technically ghosts. But she's had also had a lot of psychic experiences. Really? Yeah. So here's an interesting one. I will tell you this one. So cookie. Uh, here's more cookie god damn it cookie cookie's <laughs> grandmother was a at the time notorious killer in philadelphia <gasps> really? she was known as what? A, yes she was known as a the black widow or that was what she was called uh, or her well, they didn't know it was her she got away with it yeah and she murdered she was married to like seven or eight guys as i remember i'm probably butchering the facts of this story <laughs> but she was married to a huge number of guys and they all died under mysterious circumstances mm, yeah. and she, uh, my cookie told this to my mom at some point. My mom did all the factual research, like That's detective, and kind awesome. of backed this up. And yeah. Was like, oh my God, your grandmother was a murderer. And obviously, Cookie, being this Catholic, devout Catholic woman, she's very uncomfortable. Wants nothing. To, yeah. She's kind of torn because she is a ghost person, so she kind of cool. loves it. Yeah. But at the same time, this person's evil, so she kind of doesn't want that. Yeah. 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 So they went, they had a psychic come in to their ghost group once. And this is a psychic that they bring to these things sometimes to per- perceive ghosts with her, like, yeah, added yeah. perception. And the woman is giving just, like, psychic readings to people. And she says, uh, I see someone walking through um, Rittenhouse Square. And she's moving from, like, one husband to another. And they're dying. And then she knows the next one's going to die. And this is, like, it's older. And it's, it's this is, she's sort of, like, a malevolent entity. Ooh. And my mom... This is also why ghost people are like, I was like, Mom, this guy messed up with you. She got up and she was like, That's her! That's her grandma! <laughs> like, my mom got up and yelled at Cookie Like, uh, so I was like, Well, I mean, she should have done that. She's like, I know, but like, I was the only one so that knew. Yeah. yeah. So, like, uh, yeah, so, That's like, apparently the psychic could sense I this, love... like. Almost, uh, it's hard to say this, but almost more than ghosts. I want to see what psychics see when they say they see something. Mm. I'm obsessed with that. Mm. Just like what, are they picturing all of it? Are they seeing just like blurry images? Like that is cool as shit. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because our internal senses of perception, as far as we know, are all unique. We we can share what we see. Yeah. But we don't know that like what I'm seeing is the same thing you're seeing. Exactly, yeah. And obviously psychics and, and like say people with photographic memory uh-huh. I would like to know how they think you know right. so to have they have an extrasensory perception in a way mm-hmm. I would like agree I would love to have the, the developed yeah, extrasensory whatever senses whatever that there. is oh my god I, I do it's think so in a cool. way that comics kind of work on the muscle that they have as talent whereas I think like we become very good at reading and being empathetic and kind of mm-hmm. like absorbing emotional energy and mm-hmm. I feel like that does kind of prime us in a lot of ways to get like if the spirit is manifesting emotional energy we might be a little more attuned to pick it up yeah yeah so i think it's probably like an innate talent coupled with it being fostered and developed yeah right yeah Yeah. it's cool yeah i I do wish i was like crazy i think my mom has it like probably not the innate talent but certainly a lifetime of trying to grow that muscle and that might be also like we were talking about like that's why she's primed to see more ghosts because right. she has developed mm-hmm. this whatever. We yeah. wouldn't even know how to quantify it or develop yeah. it, this right. extrasensory At perception. This point, yeah. So. That's so cool. It just makes me think about how I want to learn how to see auras. Yeah. that's yeah. It's one of those things where I'm just like, I feel like that's something that you could, because everyone says you can work on it mm-hmm. and then it might 
de- like you might be on the right. opposite. And, and people can feel vibes to varying degrees. And oh, aren't vibes yeah. just like mm-hmm. a physical sense? It's the mind's eye mm-hmm. of what you're seeing with your eye when you can observe yeah. artists. You yeah. Know? So yeah. I think that, yeah, that definitely that energy exists. And I think if you can manifest it as a visual entity, that would mm-hmm. be like incredible. So yeah. freaking cool. Oh my God. We need to get a psychic on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotta look at someone. Moving on to, like, tech for ghost hunting. You guys probably know about, like, EVPs, EMF, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to talk about something a little bit cooler. I've told Alyssa about this before for a different cast, but I think it's going to work perfectly for this one. So we've been creating tech to connect with ghosts forever. Even Thomas Edison was rumored to have wanted to create the first ever ghost telephone. He was quoted as saying... I have been at work for some time building an apparatus to see if it's possible for personalities which have left this earth to communicate with us. So Edison was alive during the time in history where spiritualism was at an all-time high. I just want to take a time out because I'm invested to say, meanwhile, Nikola Tesla was trying to give us free electricity. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that's just, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm still team Edison. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Didn't you see that episode of Bob's Burgers where they talked about how Edison tried to electricity? <laughs> that is my favorite. Topsy the electric- is yeah. my, Topsy, yeah. yeah. Is my mm-hmm. favorite episode. The music in that. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. Huh? The, they sing Autopsy at my Autopsy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, yeah. so good. I love Bob's Burgers. I could talk about it. We should start a Bob Burgers podcast next. Yeah. Done. Done. Add me on. I'll, I'll, I'll fuck with you. Okay. Where was I? Um, but yeah, the inventor, uh, he insisted that the pursuit was purely scientific and had little connection to spiritualism. Per the article from Atlas Obscura, written by Natalie Zarelli, speaking to loved ones beyond the grave may have appealed to the public, but for Edison, this was a matter of strict science. I'm repeating myself, I'm sorry. Edison believed that life was indestructible and that the quantity could never be increased or decreased. So he theorized that like our bodies, our personalities have a physical form made of tiny entities similar to our current view of atoms. He thought these entities might exist after humans passed away. So a personality-based residue of loose memories and thoughts containing part of who a person was during life. So he believed that if these particles actually existed, he'd be able to harness them so that we could communicate with spirits over the phone. Okay. That's dope. (laughs) I love that theory. Also, I'm totally going to insult somebody by calling them a personality-based residue. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Because that is just three great words together. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. So that was his theory. That's what he was working on. I guess he never got around to finishing it, but... He, he believed that, like, our energy and, like, what we're made up of, like, can't be created or destroyed. I, I agree. Simple. I mean, like, to do the scientific fact of matter is that it can't be, right? right? So you would have to say that whatever if, – if our consciousness is more than a byproduct – of the our body running, yeah. uh, which would be sad if that was the case. If there's anything more to it, then there has to be some transitive property right. to who we are, to whatever happens to us after our bodies die. So yeah. Yeah. I, it makes sense as a, as a man of science, Edison would look at it as atoms and atomic structure mm-hmm. and things like that. Although I think it goes to this point, I feel like, you know, science can only measure so much, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's why uh, with time, we experience time differently. Sometimes right. it crawls. Sometimes years go by in a blink of an eye. It's because time as a thing is a dimension that we only halfway perceive. We right. can't see time. Yeah. So we just are stuck in it. 
So just like if you're a two-dimensional object in a three-dimensional, seeing a three-dimensional world, mm -hmm. you would be totally confused and you'd only be able to see it in the second dimension. Right. So, yeah. uh, so like a sphere would only be one tiny circle ring because you wouldn't be able to see all the other two-dimensional parts that make it a sphere. Yeah. So uh, hopefully that's not too heavy, but like the... I feel like that way with like say like whatever dimension or, or plane of being the yeah. spiritual world is, it's clear that we our equipment as living beings just isn't calibrated mm -hmm. to fully perceive it. But obviously we have some ability to. We're close. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah. I've been searching I cannot remember what podcast it was. And I'm like trying to think of the podcast I listen to regularly where they could come up. I heard a podcast episode recently about these two scientists who are experimenting because there's all these like stories of people who receive phone calls from loved ones after they've died and they yeah. hear a voice or they talk. Do you know which episode I'm talking about? No, I think I know what story you're talking about though. So they talked about how these two scientists who would have been studying it, one of them died and then called Ooh. from beyond and the grave. No way. And yeah, it was really interesting. I'm trying to find it. I feel like it might have been a last podcast on the left side story, okay. which is really hard to track down like the contents of them because yeah, yeah. how they title it. But I was like, is it lower? Is it reply all? I was trying to go through all the ones that it, I listen to regularly that could have been. I'll have to find it. And if I do, I'll put it in the show notes. I, but it's fascinating. I was going to include one, but it's kind of a bummer because he, you didn't hear anything back. But mm. there was a, um, a spiritualist named Thomas Bradford. And he was working with this woman, and they both decided that the only way to see if there's an afterlife is for him to kill himself and then tell her. Logical. Oh, yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. So he, <laughs> he fucking did it. He killed himself. And it's really sad because she never heard from him. Yeah, also some people have no patience. Yeah. <laughs> Typical man. Typical man. It's actually, like, if you guys are interested, like, there's, like, a New York Times article just all about this case when it wow. happened. That's crazy. Um, what, what year was this? Uh, 1921. Okay. And so, then, old enough to know not to shoot yourself to become a ghost. I thought this was, yeah. like, the 1700s or something. No, yeah, you should have known. But I also have this thought of, like, even if there is an afterlife, there could be something preventing ghosts from communicating. All right. It sucks because that story kind of leads you to believe, like, oh, so there's no afterlife. Like, we just die, you know? All right. But at the same time, there's there's so many other things that could be happening. Right. Maybe like, afterlife's so dope, you don't want to come back. <laughs> yeah. You know? you Maybe, like, you're, he's on a different plane. It's right. just weird. There are people... So I tell, I have a joke about that in my act of that, of, of like a conversation I have with my mom um, after one of her friends passed away from the ghost hunting society. And, you know, I play it up for the joke. I go like, uh, don't look at it as losing a friend, looking at it as taking your ghost hunting game to the next level. Yeah. It's personal now. You know? That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's, that's part of my bit. So I'd be so mad. You're I, a terrible son. I am. Uh, that's my, that's the part of the joke where you hate me and then I try to like win you back. With, like, I mean, I'm on you. board. Yeah. Um, that was what I, I told you. I traded the Yelp reviews. I, I, I can't read the Yelp reviews on stage, and I traded her for this joke about her dead mm -hmm. friend. She's like, you could tell the joke about Deb, but oh. don't read my Yelp reviews. I was like, oh, okay. Deb. Your mom's friends, Deb and Cookie. Deb and Cookie, yeah. Although, Cookie's such a fun word, I make it. Even though Cookie is thriving, mm -hmm. uh, I make it Cookie in the joke. I just like saying Cookie. Oh, no, a it's name. a good name. Deb, like many other ghost hunters before her, 
vowed that she would come back as a ghost. Like, I will show you all if it's true, because not when she didn't know she was dying, I don't think, but they all say that, you know? Like, my mom says that all the time. Like, yeah. oh, don't worry, you won't see the last of me my when I'm dying. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like a threat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they she... Uh, better, yeah. yeah, so it's like, I, I do totally believe that hopefully many, many, many years from now when my mom uh, passes away, she said that she'll come back to me as a ghost. So then for me, hopefully the end of my fun little story will be confirming that there's a yeah. ghost. If, yeah. if my mom was like, that would be like pretty sweet in a way. It's hard to know what is is really that and what is you looking for that. Right. You know? And like, that's the thing. I'll have to make sure that I see it with my eye and not yeah, my mind because yeah. a lot of people, especially when it's someone who they deeply care about, you want it. You yeah. so badly want that additional moment with them or some closure that you didn't mm-hmm. get or something. So, yeah, I definitely think that's exactly one of the reasons why they say it. Because if you're a ghost hunter and your whole life is seeing a ghost but you're like me and you've never seen one, I yeah. think you start to get that pressure as well. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, especially because there's a cachet with it. My mom is like kind of cool in her group because she's seen so many ghosts, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, so it's like that's funny. There's a little. There's mm-hmm. politics and she's drama. Legit. And yeah. Like, yeah, she's legit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I'm sure some people look at her like, yeah, bullshit. Right. I believe her because I've You've said, if you her. love me, you wouldn't lie to me about this. And mm-hmm. she said, I'm not. I promise. You. Yeah. So like, yeah, it, it, there's definitely a lot of, just like any other organization, it has all the downfalls of everything else. Right. You know, there's politics there's drama. And, and drama. Yeah. Hierarchy. Yeah. yeah. Of course, my mom, I, I asked her before, I was like, okay, the, something I never asked you, what's the hot goss? Like, what, how, what are people... <laughs> What are people mad about? Who don't you like mm-hmm. in the thing? And other than the cookie thing, which I had known about for a while and I thought it was just so hilarious, uh, really it's all just petty stuff that isn't worth, yeah. you know, it's yeah. so-and-so said something to so-and-so and it's yeah. just like the same shit that happens in comedy. In comedy. Yeah. Yeah. You're forced to interact with these people because it's your hobby and you love it. What if ghost hunting was a bringer? <laughs> just think about it for a second <laughs> like, listen, you'll see more ghosts the more people you bring <laughs> I'd probably have more luck bringing people to a burger <laughs> like to a ghost burger yeah, yeah. seriously <sighs> it's funny though like for me I think about if the ability to appear as an apparition or like to bring spiritual energy back to the plane where like regular people can see it is related to some kind of trauma because people are like, right. oh, I've unfinished the business. unfinished business, yeah. And like what that level entails too because I'm just kind of like, I don't know, if I don't see you again, like hopefully that means like things are going pretty good, good for you. Yeah. yeah. Because I was, I was just like, what What do you need, mom? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? What can I do at this point? Yeah. You're yeah. just like, I have to take a shit. Can we please <laughs> yeah. move this along? Can you not be here for that? Yeah. yeah. And no doubt, like, ghosts seem to emerge in places where there's, like, deep trauma. And yeah. deep, like, suffering. Yeah. Like, like Gettysburg, one of the haunted, most yeah. haunted places on Earth, just did a great, massive, horrendous battle. Yeah. I, nobody saw anything like this, but at that hotel that my mom and my ex went to, uh, one of the stories that I'd heard that got me so hyped and to go and disappointed when I couldn't was apparently in the basement of this place, which was like a field hospital, um, people had reported seeing like ghost doctors sawing off the limbs of like ghost <gasps> soldiers and yeah, stuff right. like that. Like a full, seeing like a full hospital scene yeah, from yeah. the Civil War. And it's like to see that would be just, I don't know, so amazing, you yeah. know? And like immediately if you were, if you saw that and you could be believable enough to your peers, you would be like the king of the ghost hunting right. society, the queen of the ghost hunting yeah. society. That's why they have that rule to see with your mind and not your eye because there's so much 
physical, political benefit to being able to perceive ghosts. Right. Sure. So there are always those people that come in and my mom's like, yeah, this lady, that was what her, her, the person she didn't like. There's one lady that's always like, I saw a ghost, I saw a ghost. And you're like, did you say, well, I just got this feeling. Uh-huh. And like, you didn't see it. Didn't see it. <laughs> it's a lot of ghost gatekeeping. Yeah. Ghost yeah. keeping um, in the world. Can I tell you one more ghost that yeah. Like, yeah. I know it's like, I'm kind of like downloading all of these, but, um, Almost a year ago at this point, my cousin passed away really suddenly in, like, a kind of a tragic accident. Ever since, like, my family thinks he's pranking us, which is kind <laughs> That's of... That's a very, like, your family thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he was a fucking prankster. He was mm. hilarious. Like, when I was 13, he used to drive us to Chorus, and he would take us on, like, these backwoodsy roads and then pretend the car was breaking down. <laughs> and then, like... Oh, and like roll down the windows and we'd be screaming uh, we were so sick hilarious <laughs> or like my other my little cousin she's she's super teeny I think she's like three now um she loves scary stuff and she loves like Jack Skellington and stuff mm-hmm. but when he was she was in the bathroom and he turned off the light and went Beetlejuice 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 and then uh, shut her in there <laughs> so he did he was a prankster like yeah. and he was so funny and um you know, they miss him. So I, when they said that, I was like, that's not actually happening. Like, I love him. I wish that was real, but... Well, yeah. I mean, though, that is one of the things that seems to draw ghosts is, like, mischief. Like, But uh, I yeah. have my own experience where... Ooh. Okay, so he used to work at this hotel, and when we went to, like, a ceremony for him, they have these soaps there, and they're guest soaps. Okay. So when the front desk person saw my name matched, they're like, hey, that's me. So they gave me a free one. Cool. Which was really cool. It's a cool place. Um, but I brought it home, and I'd been, like, <laughs> um, trying to open it, open it, open it, open it. Could not get it open. I was like, whatever. Then I, I went, I was like, I'll do it later. Then I went in the shower. I'm trying to open it, trying to open it, trying to open it. I'm like, I can't fucking do this. And I was just like, Brian, like stop like can I just and then I swear to god as I was I was like Brian stop it popped open <laughs> I didn't I wasn't even pulling or touching it like I was like Brian and then it popped wow isn't, that's kind of amazing isn't yeah. that great yeah and, you know it like feels good like yeah you know maybe it's not real and maybe it's just something that I want to be true because he was such a fun prankstery guy and we miss him but yeah but still yeah that's weird right yeah absolutely I've been messing with it for probably two days at that point. I <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's hard to be objective in that thing because I think we're, as humans, we try to put meaning in things, everything that we see, and then we, our, our conscious brain kind of has to talk us out of meanings right. that we try to associate. Yeah. So I yeah. think that it's very easy to, that's obviously something's happening. It's unexplainable. And yeah. you said his name and it popped open. That is so many coincidences that's, in a row. That's the thing. Like the timing of it popping open. Yeah. It's not like it waited two minutes or right. something. Like, and you said yeah. stop a bunch. And then when you invoked him by name, like I said naming something. Yeah. And then it stopped. You know, so it's... It, it's so weird. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like the, the, the like array of sensors that like my mom and her ghost friends bring. That's what they're looking for. They're looking for that anomalous event that they can get multiple beeps on. Right. So that they can, or two people seeing or perceiving the same thing. Right. So that that way they can be like, this couldn't have been just me. This couldn't have been a misperception, you mm-hmm. know, and like, uh, so there's definitely like a lot of, that's probably one of the appeal of ghost hunting societies too, is like, you got to do it with a friend. You know yeah, I mean? mm-hmm. you have to do it like in a group. Yeah. Or, it's yeah. just not as fun. It's Otherwise, you're just walking yourself. in an abandoned building or something. That's scary. <laughs> scary. Yeah, yeah. I'm not but with a friend, it's an adventure. It's exciting. You know? yeah. yeah, and it's harmless. You're yeah. not hurting anyone. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah. And if you're yeah. a dick to someone, your friend can come out and offer them a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. And make everything all right. Yeah. Thank you, Aaron. Nice place to end. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Okay. So we're gonna play some games. Yeah. Okay. All right, today we're going to play Would You Rather. Mm-hmm. So Let's we know how this it. goes, but yeah. I'm going to start. Okay. Get us warmed up. All right. Would you rather see a ghost with your eyes, but also have to be a super devout Catholic, like go to church also on holy days, or nah, you just never get to see a ghost, but you also don't have to go to church. Okay. That's the only way that you can see a ghost. Damn, I hope my mom doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> She's very Catholic. Um, shit. That's a tough one. I, so, as much as it would be, first off, A, if Catholicism could summon ghosts, it, we would not have, like, a problem with people leaving the church. Like, right. everyone would want to be Catholic yeah. if they were like, yeah, you know, uh, God's real, and also look at this ghost. People would be like, okay. But, uh... <laughs> I don't know. My love of sleeping in is yep. greater than my love of ghosts. So I'm sorry, church. <laughs> I will hunt them for the rest of my life unsuccessfully. <laughs> Sleep in on Sundays. Not feel guilt after half of the actions I take. And Yeah. 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 It's funny because Nah is just my life now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're just continuing the course that you're on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. Well, to your point, my mom goes to Saturday afternoon mass, and okay. that counts 4 p.m. Or Maybe. Sunday night is an other option. Yeah, which we didn't have Sunday night when I was growing up yeah, as a Catholic. And now I'm just like, God damn it! That's when you go to church right. before better. the Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. when you go. Yeah. <sighs> you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna say the first one because it would make my mom really happy. She always, whenever I talk to her on the phone, she's always like, "Did you find a church yet?" Really? And I'm like, "Yep." Ah, <laughs> so long church. as you don't listen to my podcast, the yes. Church. <laughs> you know, I can walk to it. That's wonderful. That's funny. So yeah, I mean, I'd get to be happy. I get to see a ghost, and my mom would get to be happy. Yeah, you don't have to make any changes to your life choices. You don't have to be a good Catholic. You just have to go. Go to regularly. Also, the premise there would yeah. be like if there were Catholic ghosts, then like heaven confirmed you want to go to church, yeah, right? Yeah, because like true. now it matters. Now you know. Yeah. Repenting and stuff is yeah. actually real, so yeah. let's do yeah. it, right? So if it's just me seeing the ghost, it's not really worth it for me to throw the trade off. But if it was just like I can give definitive proof that ghosts are real, yeah, that's fine. I take one for the team. Oh, so yeah. I'm a no. And you'd be like the richest Catholic ever. Yeah. yeah. But even just like a one of those like uh, altruistic like if you say yes mm-hmm. like, we just all know as humanity and you yeah. don't get any like physical benefit doesn't even have I don't need any credit uh, right. but I would still take that yes and I, then I'm like I'll drag my ass to church that's fine yeah. yeah but but if it's just me seeing it I'm just like I don't know my life's okay without having seen a ghost definitively now yeah. I can continue right yeah yeah yeah, I'll just keep seeing him with my mind. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm not going to church. Yeah. yeah, and then maybe one will pop up. Who knows? <laughs> nice, sweet. Good one. Thanks. Yeah, you you want? Want? yeah sure, I'll go. Okay, yeah. So I just, uh, keep in mind, simple. Sorry, it's a little crude, but like, would you have, you have to, you get to meet a ghost for 15 minutes. Okay. But you are either fighting the ghost or having a sexual encounter yeah. with the ghost. <laughs> Fight or fuck a ghost, 15, horny ghost, 15 minutes. Top time, and it's like an apparition, uh-huh. and get you can make up the rest of the rules. Who knows if it has like a corporeal form or whatever? But you have to either do battle with it 
or make love to I me? legit don't even think this is a hard question. <laughs> I agree. I would like, definitely fucking go. I would fight the fuck up with a ghost. Oh my god, yeah. a fucking ghost. See, I think I would fight the ghost. Why would you fight a ghost? Because you could defend you could do you could do away with it, and I think that that there are other people out there who fuck ghosts, okay? Yeah. I believe. Yeah. I think it would be cooler in retrospect. To say that, like, I banished that a ghost. you beat the shit out of a ghost. I banished one to the nether reef. I, I'm not very tough. I feel like the ghost would beat me out. I, I almost said... I almost and then just I, become my bully. Yeah. I'm not a very good fighter. I almost said I'd banish it to the nether regions, which sounds more like <laughs> yeah. your choice. Yeah. Than, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not tough. I, I'm not a fighter. <laughs> Even if they were trying to fight, I'd be like, let's just fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That's fine. So the angry ghost comes up and like, but like, so what you, you doing? Like, you seem tense. <laughs> I think I could have, uh-uh. I'm just imagining the ghost coming back and be like, hey, you up? And I'm just like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. they just, you you had your 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely don't want that ghost fuck boy hitting you up. Yeah. That's you can't yeah. That's the other thing, fighting and you don't have to worry about That's that. That's a good you point. Worry, you yeah. banish him. I didn't think yeah. about that. You don't have to friend zone a ghost, you know? Yeah. Damn. I would just injure myself, like, in a dumb way, fighting a ghost. I would, like, trip over my dog. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. break his little leg. It would oh. just, we would all end up in terrible. Yeah. My dog is six pounds. See, in my fantasy, that actually happens to me, too, and, like, my beard goes all white, and then mm. everybody has to talk to me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I got this banishing a ghost. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Maybe yeah. I have, like, an eye patch. I, I've, I definitely come out of this. Like, way cooler than I started. Yeah. yeah. Your mom's channel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. If it's a ghost, I'm, like, more on board to fight a ghost than I am a demon. Fair. Yeah. Ooh, so, if it's, like, a, a ghost... Oh, I would not fuck a demon. See? No. Either way, fighting or... If you fight a demon, it's probably going to fuck you, too. Let's be real. Let's <laughs> sure. It's a demon. Sure. It's going to win, and then it's going to fuck you. Yeah. Uh, so, really, that's on the line no matter what. Yikes. Demons are malevolent and powerful, whereas a ghost is... I wouldn't necessarily powerful, but like, uh, yeah, a demon is malicious and operates with like a compact with hell. You don't yeah, want yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. I would not ask you guys to make a decision on that. Yeah. Now that you say like, uh, you say like, since demons are powerful and ghosts are really not, I'm just like, it'd be like the most like limp, like makeout session. Oh, it totally like, would. It yeah. totally would. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, do we I both just lie here? What happens? Yeah. Like, okay, I'm so. Have you, have you ectoplasmed yet? You know what I kind of pictured? Um, but not in a creepy way, not in like a, a weird kid way, but like Casper. Remember when they're dancing? And they're <laughs> I was like, yeah, I want that. I wanted slow dance and then float. Like, yeah, the Patrick Swayze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, right. there's a lot of different ways. Mm. That yeah, for sense. all the movies there are about fighting ghosts, there are some about fucking ghosts. <laughs> and those are good movies too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah I would all fuck right. a ghost. All right. I just love how right out of the holster you're both like, fuck them. Absolutely, we'll fuck that <laughs> yeah. ghost. Well, that's such a weird experience. But it would be a bummer not being able to tell anyone. I'd want to tell every. This is oh, you have to tell everyone. I would write a joke about it. I would. My marriage would come into question. (laughs) We don't need to talk about this. Like, like, you never said no, dead guy. Yeah, (laughs) seriously. Right, right, right. Yeah, I feel like if you have a list, like everybody's got that list. I feel like ghosts are just an unspoken number on the list. Like literally any spirit that wants. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Because you'd also be the queen of, or the king of your ghost hunting group if you were the person yeah. the ghost, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. Totally. And then that ghost would get to be, like, the king and queen of his, his human That ghost group. is just sleeping around through your ghost group, <laughs> uh-huh. causing all this drama. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. But then uh, one of them falls in ghost. love, and then they're, like, in a long-term relationship, and they're like, well, we all fucked Randy yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. 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 kind of limp. Yeah. Not really present, but, yeah. you know. <laughs>
Mm-hmm. I like how your ghost is named Randy, too. <laughs> I'm sure there are a lot of ghosts running around named Randy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it could be either gender. It's sufficient. That's it's true. Fine, yeah. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Or Randy with an I. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good point. Also, I feel like once you reach, like, incorporeal form, I wonder how much, like, gender norms matter. Mm-hmm. They so yeah. matter so little naturally in the mm-hmm. natural world that I can't imagine they matter at all in the supernatural world. Exactly, yeah. You know? I think they do matter. It's like, <laughs> it's like so strict. It's like, oh my god, that sucks. <laughs> no touching below the waist to be after life. Oh my god. Nice. Sweet. Good question, though. All right, thanks. I was wondering if Horny Ghost would come back around. I had to make the Horny Ghost yeah. call back. Yeah. Yeah. back. Yeah. Horny right. Ghost always comes back. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> um, all right. Would you guys rather be a caretaker of the Black Dahlia house for a week or be Zach Baggins' personal assistant for a week? The house. I mean, having personal experience I'm the house. Very I'm very proud of this guy. <laughs> it's a good question. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You, you think house? The house. The house is beautiful, and for a week, oh yeah, you could make that happen. You could live out on the balcony. You're not scared of being haunted by a murderer? Because I was there, no. Because like I said, I have been places where I've gotten weird feelings, and I didn't get a weird feeling. Yeah. Now, like we said, maybe it was because of the people I was with, or what was going on. It was very creepy, and maybe at night, by myself, yeah. walking from the bedroom to the bathroom or something, I that run and cry, and yeah. I'm afraid. But, yeah, being there... I got to really be in the Black Dahlia house, and I got to really talk to Zach Baggins. And let me tell you, one experience was fun in the other. <laughs> so it's okay. I'm never in Oregon Ghost Adventures again, and I probably won't after. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm out that game. I'm out of the ghost filming game. Oh, for yeah, now. For now. <laughs> Does the Black Dahlia house have Wi-Fi? Nah. That's, a, that's an important question to me. Let's say yes. Because, like, yeah. if I have to stay somewhere at night and, like, I can't sleep or I creep myself out or whatever, like, I need something to be able to soothe that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So if the internet works great. Reminiscent of the Mark Norman joke, an invisible power that's actually there. Oh. The Wi-Fi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, uh, Mark Norman says, like, the church has nothing, like, they shouldn't put Wi-Fi in a church because you don't want it to compete with an invisible power. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's really so funny. funny. But yeah, right? It's kind of like the same yeah. thing. Like, Wi-Fi would be the invisible power yeah. there in yeah, that situation. Yeah. I don't know. This is a tough question. But I feel like I would be anybody's personal assistant for a week. It's, like, not a big deal. I feel yeah. like even if they're, like, awful, it's just yeah. one week. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll work hard. Like, that's fine. But, yeah, no, actually, I would want to be back Zach Baggins' personal assistant for the week because then we'd have so much to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the material alone. Yeah, like, especially, like, you between you and Megan Chalastri, like, I'd just sort of mm. be like, let's just talk. You'd be texting me questions, and I'd be like, let me, yeah. let me find out. Also, you would, being Zach Baggins' personal assistant, probably see, like, two or three haunted places. Good. Yeah, yeah. Because that's his job. And you yeah. have downtime, because, like, they're, like, everyone's filming, so you're mm-hmm. just, like, being at the ready, but mm-hmm. you're just kind of, like, around. Yeah. A lot of travel, like, be travel days, well, you're only there for a week, so maybe one or two, so, yeah. like, planes and, yeah. and traveling and kind of the bullshit but that's kind of exciting if it's only a week and it's yeah. kind of fun yeah you know? that's the thing i learned in, in la uh, there are so many assholes out there but you're only working in like the gig economy the longest you're working with these people are a couple months yeah, yeah. you can get yelled at by anyone for a couple of months yeah yeah you know? that's a good point yeah and if you be nice and meet other nice people yeah. then like, like whatever yeah. Yeah. yeah and i will say the old natural la caveat of maybe i cut them on a band 
Yeah. yeah. He seems like a jerk on TV, so it lends to my, like, perception sure. of him. But for all I know, I caught him on the worst day of his life. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, yeah, we can shit talk Zach Baggins. But fuck Zach Baggins. I don't think he listens, so... That'd be cool, though. Well, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna at the yeah, shit Yeah, we should at him. Yeah. <laughs> we talk shit about you, Zach. I would totally work for Zach Baggins. Yell at me. I don't care. I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you are, sure. All right. <laughs> wow, look at that muscle shirt on you and your veins are popping out of your neck. Let's do this. Okay, <laughs> okay so we have two people, two ghost fucking personal assistants, yes. and one caretaker of the Black Dolly house who's ready to fight any fucking ghost. That what gets a in great storyline for Ghost Hunters, though. Be like, our assistant <laughs> is willing to fuck this girl. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to leave her here. I yeah. would watch. Watch that ghost adventure. <laughs> I need to see what well, happens. He always there. tries to get the ghost to fuck him. Really? Have you watch? You don't guys don't watch? Wait, no, what? He does really? He like, I feel like he's always like, if it's like fuck a girl with him ghost, or fuck like, him, like a girl ghost that takes advantage of people. Like, no, fuck, like fuck him. Like, wow. like to like lay in like a bed. And stuff. <laughs> I just, I think it'd be so fun to just see what shit bothers him. Like, oh, you can't have your coffee with this. That's insane. you might get to go into the distant movement in his eyeline. I can testify <laughs> yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah. You might get to see the museum. Yeah, he has a paranormal museum. Oh, really? In Las Vegas. Cool. Yeah, that's how he it like has... started, right? Like, I think no, that... I think that was after. Oh, was Avengers. it? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got some of Betty, not Courtney Hill, the Ghost Hunters, Lorraine and Ed Warren. Yes. The, the yes, the other couple who was famous in Paramount. <laughs> yeah, he got some of their stuff after oh. they passed. He has the Dibbit Fox too. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean I see and the thing is like for both of these, these aren't hard for me because I think they're both bad. They're hard for me because I think both would be really fucking cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm obs- like, when I saw what the Dahlia house looked like, I was like, the next time I'm in LA, I'm dry- I'm going there. Yeah. yeah. Like, because it is so beautiful and creepy and weird. Yes. So it, it is hard because, like, I would totally fucking stay there. Mm-hmm. For- and it's just, like, a very luxuriously appointed mansion. Yeah. So, like, you enjoy it on a lot of levels. It's creepy. It's historic. It feels weird like I said weird in a different way but like uh then it's also like marble countertops it's, and like you know full bookshelves with first yeah, edition books yeah. and stuff so you're there you're already in the lap of luxury right. but it's like the lap of goth luxury basically yeah damn that sounds cool no. but also you're the caretaker so you're like oh somebody has to get milk oh it's me like yeah, I yeah. Have to yeah. get milk yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and you're in downtown Hollywood so you're in the center of LA that's you, so cool you're, you could damn. you could caretake it only sleep there Deal with the ghosts then, and then just be out for mm-hmm. hours a day if you wanted yeah. to. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's, I would caretake it just because I, I, I'm a, Angelina, I'll do any excuse to get back. So mm-hmm. I guess that's yeah. what Yeah, hell yeah. But Zach, uh, yeah, I imagine although he is felt difficult to work with, uh, the one thing it's obvious is he like loves fucking ghosts. Like he's, I don't think that that's an act, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that he's doing that for the cameras. I think that he really, really loves ghosts. So I think that had like he and I met in a different perspective, and we were like in this t- sitting at this table. Yeah. I think he would come off as a lot nicer. You yeah. Know? yeah. So yeah, I think that it, it, working for him would be cool too. I agree. It's a very difficult choice. I made it pretty quickly, but it's just, also <laughs> well, yeah, like, you got to go with your gut, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I just, yeah. I just fire right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. So uh, those were good questions. Yeah. Were tough yeah. It was. They weren't impossible choices at all. No. Like either would have been fine. Yeah. I would do either. Yeah. 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 All right. Last question. You're gonna get like a free 
paid for weekend. Okay. Okay. But you have two choices to choose from. You can either go on a vacation where you're only allowed to go to places that have been Yelp reviewed <laughs> by Dan's mom oh, as yes. having no ghosts. Okay. Or you get to go on a paid weekend vacation to Los Angeles, but you have to be on Truth or Hair. <laughs> <laughs> Which do you choose? Oh, man. Well, the stakes are super low for me. You haven't seen me without my hat on. I'm taking it off. I'm bald every day. I mean, you could get extensions or they could, you know. <laughs> Actually, that sounds pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, I would... Well, Truth or Hair, you could win, like, a couple thousand dollars. Oh, I didn't know that was part of the deal. it's a game show, game show. Yeah, you you can, if, I think if you do the most you could win was 1,500, then you could double it up to three grand. Wow. But yeah, so, that's pretty cool. I would probably go do the bed breakfasts, though. Yeah, they're my mom, so I have other reasons. Sure, sure. So, yeah, I would totally do that because... Yeah, you know, uh, for me, there's an added thing because then I get to be like, there are no fucking ghosts there, mom. Yeah. You're like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I think I would do truth or hair. Yeah. Like, I <laughs> I should probably expand, right? Sure. <laughs> so stop. Um, I don't know. I, first of all, going out to LA for free would be really nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, I love fucking with my hair. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not, like, that type of... I think it would be hilarious if they gave me, like, a mullet or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I lost, like, <laughs> shit's funny. Yeah. And I'm also just, like, a big ham. Yeah. So, like, doing some tiny reality show like that would be my shit. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> it just checks a lot of boxes for me. <laughs> yeah. I'd be into it. Yeah. Yeah. And what about you? If I'm going to pay a vacation, I... I, it's tough, right? Because I'm just like, I don't know. If I have to be on a game show, that seems like work. And then that you're is like, work. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm just like, this isn't a vacation anymore. Whereas, like, going to, I would feel better about going to a bed and breakfast where I'm like, okay, this place might be haunted. But Dan's mom said it, it wasn't it's haunted. So, okay, that evens out. Like, I'm just going to be like average about it. And they're yeah. like historical places. That's so that's cool. pretty interesting. Yeah, and you'd be able to join on a lot of levels. Yeah. And it's yeah. just a weekend. So yeah. it's just like, whatever. Although, to be fair, true, their hair ambush game show so although you're agreeing to it now you wouldn't know that you were on it so it's the work is sprung upon you which makes it a little easier yeah yeah Yeah. but i do agree Uh, a vacation to somewhere where you can call all the shots Mm -hmm. you know and just be a vacation much better than a vacation where you're going to be ambushed by john gabris screaming at you right it's a work weekend yeah yeah you're right it's like when you like travel somewhere for a show even if it's just for like a later day, but you're like, oh, I've never been to this town. I'm going to check it out. But you're just like, I don't have time to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Show, I'm busy. Yeah. Where's the, where's a Wawa? Like, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. How, every time you go to another town and you, and you always have in your mind, you're like, I'm going to get there early. I'm yeah. going to see the cool things in yeah. this town. If I place to drink a nice beer. Yeah. And then you show yeah. up a couple hours for the show. You chill in your hotel or wherever you're at. And then mm-hmm. you just roll out to the show. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, wow, I drank Miller Lite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exotic. Yeah. So well, nice. It was great to have you on. This yeah. was so much fun, guys. Thank you for having me yeah, on. Of really. This was great. We do plugs. So if you have something specific oh. coming up that you want to plug, or if you just want to plug yourself. What do I have going on? No, right now I don't really have anything, any projects that I'm working on that will be released in the next couple of months. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm in my uh, packet development stage. I'm like right now in my packet. Nice. Awesome. So, nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, so so just, be on the lookout for those packets. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you run a writer's room, hire me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll be doing comedy in the Philadelphia area. Just come and find me at Danny Dapriel on Instagram. That's D-A-P-R-I-L-E is my last name. Or at Dan Dapriel on Twitter. Follow me. I retweet a bunch of funny shit. 
but that's my selling. I'll, I'll show you other people's funny shit uh, when I retweet it. <laughs> it's curated. Yeah, basically. And well, uh, but yeah, so that's me. Follow me, enjoy me. Uh, see my check my stuff on YouTube. Hopefully, I make you laugh. And you're back and forth from LA. So. Yes, I go back and forth from LA. So if you're in LA, you might be able to see me. I spend most of my time, at least I'll be spending the next year out here in the Philadelphia area. Yeah, so. East Coast. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm. Hell yeah. Thanks. Nice job. Yeah. Thank you so Good. much, guys. Yay. Find us all the places you get podcasts and subscribe. Visit our website at com. Follow us on Instagram at Real Chills Podcast. Do you know someone who should be on Real Chills? Is that person you? Go to realchillspodcast.com slash submit and tell us more. Special thanks to Valerie Demamber McShane. Artwork by Libby Rydell. Music by Sam Williamson. Real Chills Podcast is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Truskowski. Good callback. Sorry, I didn't mean to like shut the energy down. No, no, no. I was no, like, no, that's like right. the perfect button. No, when, like, you get get the, when you get yeah. those buttons, you're, ah, you What in. is it? You edited it? Like in improv? Oh, yeah. Where you like <laughs> make an edit and improv, you just like run across the stage and you're just like, now we're fucking done. That was it. That was it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we'll improv past that big hitting joke oh, we if we're allowed.